Now, basically, I think about 300 noted economists in Israel ought that what happened today with the allocation of the budget is a step toward the destruction of the Zionist dream in the state of Israel. To take so much money, to transfer it to population, three billion shekels are going to the ultra-Orthodox, and rather than creating an incentive to go to work, to study mathematics and English, this is for them to become part of non-productive uh, sector of Israel. And let me tell you, Mark, right now, one quarter of the children below school age are ultra-Orthodox, giving the geometric progression, the demography, that exploding of the ultra-Orthodox, this will be not in many years the majority of the children of Israel. So therefore, Israel, that today is a first world nation, if most of the population will become unproductive, where the future is in computers, in cyber, and we are known for that, we are destroying our country. And why we are doing it? Because Bibi Netanyahu, the prime minister for his own survival, is the weakest prime minister. He will blackmail just for his own survival. And I look at that and I say, this is so irresponsible. I remember Netanyahu, his claim to fame, his finance minister, was under Ariel Sharon. Then they cut all the, uh, the unnecessary money that uh, uh, gives the ultra-orthodox the incentive not to work. And that was his fame. Today, he's doing exactly the opposite in magnitude that we never witnessed just to survive. He And says I, he's just writing an historic wrong, that the <laughs> Haredi children are actually underfunded, and now it's restoring the balance. You know, I know Netanyahu for so many years. You know, he is a master of fake news. You know, the, the story of the ultra-Orthodox is a tragedy. I'll quote you the greatest Jewish scholar, maybe, uh, rabbinical, Maimonides. There is work in order to uh, do parnose, in order to make a living, and there is the work of God. All the idea is that people will be productive. Most of the population in Israel, if we continue that, will be unproductive, will become a third world nation. He knows that. I said to him many times, but he's imposter. Just for himself, he is creating. It was the source of this problem was for us. I many years as chairman of the Finance Committee, Economic Affairs Committee, as economist before, I talked about that. But the magnitude today, and therefore, all of a sudden, a miracle happened in Israel. He could have done it, and essentially, together with the uh, attempt to move, make Israel a dictatorship by controlling also the Supreme Court, the young people of Israel and old people, like myself, get up and say no more. We knew that this is the last battle on the state of Israel. We have a choice. Either we continue with this situation. It's not only with the ultra-Orthodox. It's the destruction of the civil service. I worked in many countries in the world, and I compare today Israel to Argentina. Argentina, in the beginning of the 20th century, 
was a country with tremendous uh, educated people in Buenos Aires, with good natural resources, and Buenos Aires was like Paris. And the forecast of the economist was that it will bypass the United States of America in wealth. Look at Argentina. And I worked in Argentina. What happened there, that there was a battle among different classes, different tribes, then came populist leader that always looked for the short term and not for the long term. They destroyed the civil service, and Argentina today is a third, fourth world nation. The, what happened in Israel? There is a total destruction by Netanyahu and his cronies of the civil service. Essentially, the idea is that you appointed if you follow the boss, the patron, the dictator, and you are not committed professionally to a path. Isn't the bottom line this, that even if your arguments are convincing, and to me they sound convincing, that these funds will be transferred because if they are not transferred, the Haredi parties will not vote for the budget and the government will fall? Exactly. Therefore, what I say today, I do not... I left politics in 2015. Mark, I didn't talk to politicians. I don't appear in the media. It's only a couple of weeks ago that I saw that this is the last battle of Israel democracy. Israel as enlightened nation, Israel belonging to the third world I came up. Therefore, I say we have to continue the demonstration. You will bypass the budget. I know I was, I met many of the rating agency. He calls Standard and Poor. He says, don't worry, I'm not doing anything. And he tells his cronies, don't worry. Right now, I stop all the attempt to change the Supreme Court. Right now we'll pass the budget, but I promise you, like in seven months, I'll change it. He tells them, I'm like Alexander the Great. I right now do a tactical move, and then I'll conquer. The young people, the first time I saw them moving to the street, the people that are productive, you see people that are pilots and reservists and high-techists, and uh, you know people that are working, different social workers, from all backgrounds, Ashkenazic, Sephardic, religious, non-religious, they realize that Israel can be destroyed. And I tell you what breaks my heart. I'm flying tomorrow, I told you, to a conference in Milan. My good friend Joseph Stiglitz is 80. Stiglitz is a Nobel laureate in economics. He was the chairman of Clinton Council Economic Advisor. And people coming from all over the world to write the first, read a book. And what's the idea? We're discussing his life work and our life work towards a free, just, and prosperous society, which we are failing. And I, when I'll speak on the 25th on Thursday at lunch, I am right now slightly ashamed to be Israeli. When I was at Stanford, I got my PhD, I'm so proud. When I was in the World Bank 40 years to be Israeli, wow. Later, when I was president of Ben Gurion University and so many people supported me all over the world, including for the America, I was proud, and now I have to explain that Israel is in the face of dictatorship, but a man called Benjamin Netanyahu that is copying what is done in Hungary, in Poland, in Turkey, playing with his political base only for himself. And therefore, I believe that demonstration shouldn't stop. You are absolutely right. You can do manipulation. All these shows in the budget, you know, it's a game. But if we are not going to stop this process, we'll wake six, seven, eight months from now with a dictatorship.
essentially with growing non-productive sector, and my greatest fear, the high-tech of Israel that is living now will start moving out, and from a first world nation will decline into a third world nation. Honest. And that's because we have a leader that have nothing to do with the ideals of Ben-Gurion, Jabotinsky, Herzl, Begin, and Rabin. And I knew Rabin very well, and I knew all the prime ministers after that. On a separate He issue, if I may. On a separate issue, if I may, if we've got you on the line before you go, uh, the Bank of Israel is almost certain today to raise interest rates again, making it even more difficult for families to meet their monthly mortgage payments. Is there no other way to try to tackle inflation? You know, I won't go to give advice to Amir Yaron that uh, his father, when I was uh, running the agricultural policies of the World Bank, was my advisor. He has to do what he has to do. The problem is also that what's done on the budget and the fact that worries me most that inequality in Israel is increasing in the periphery. And you know I served my life in the Negev, in the Negev and the Galilee. People that vote for the parties in power, they are the relatively poor. And they're going to be the people who will suffer most. And this is the base of Netanyahu. When I'm telling them, stop it. We are together. We should not be broken into different tribes by this Bibi Netanyahu, the manipulator. We want people, but we have to think together how to create a society that works together and change inequality by moving monies to the periphery, to the Negev and the Galilee, and not to unproductive sectors like the ultra-Orthodox and to the settlers that are taking so much money that it's without proportion to what's getting to the Negev and the Galilee. Something is wrong in the Israeli kingdom, and it has to be stopped.